From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion email edition for December 18th, 18th 2008. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by Teresa Eccles, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Walter Eccles, and John Magi. Kathy Whirling is on a cruise this week, and Kevin had other engagements, couldn't be here with us today. But uh, His parents are sucking up all his time at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good son. He's a good son, taking care of his uh, his mom and dad. So, uh, actually, I, I, I lied. This is not an email show. This is a call-in show, and uh, we have two calls waiting already. But they're going to have to wait a little bit longer while we do our our little spiel. Uh, normally, if this had been an email show, you would send your emails to podcast at wdwinfo.com with your questions or comments for the team. Or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail toll-free in the United States, Canada, and Mexico, 877-310-9662. If we read your email or play your voicemail on the show, you'll get your choice of a Diz Unplugged t-shirt or a pin and lanyard. And then at the end of every month, we give away uh, a prize to uh, one of our... uh, We select a listener at random who sent an email or a voicemail in. And uh, they get a shot at the prize, Matron, 50... 50 buttons on the prize Matron, each one corresponding to a different prize. can be anything from a $25 gift certificate to a trip to Disneyland, which is the big prize that's sitting in there right now. But I have to say, John and I have been discussing uh, some changes to the prize Matron for 2009. And uh, trust me, there is some really, really cool stuff going into the prize Matron, uh, starting with the first show next year. And uh, we're very, very excited. I'm extremely excited because I love giving away prizes. So, But like I said, this is a call-in show this week. And uh, I'm really hoping that uh, it all works. We tested it out yesterday. Corey is my witness yes, that this works. did, in fact, work. So we're going to get ahead to our first call. Hello? Hey, how are you? I am just fine. Who am I speaking to? This is Sweaty Betty. Hey, Sweaty Betty, how are you? I'm fine. Actually, it's Lisa, also Calypso Gogo. Oh. Hey, Lisa. Oh. Okay, how many identities do you have, Lisa? Well, I didn't have Sweaty Betty until the last show. Do you have your balls made? Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, that's right, the Sweaty Balls. Well, as we speak. Oh, this is going to be an explicit show. No, 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 nothing <laughs> like that. Well, how are you doing? I am doing just fine. But I feel like I should tell you, I don't know if it was just my call-in or if it's others, but I could hear your entire conversation. <laughs> We're afraid of that, Lisa. Yeah, we, 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 uh, yeah that, actually, I'm glad that you could because I wasn't sure if that was uh, working or not. You're supposed to be able to okay. hear okay. us. Um, so, but hopefully, I, I, I warned everybody that the mics, yes, were, the mics were hot. So It's always fun to eavesdrop. You were, I what I are they talking? Hello, hello. I felt like a lawyer. <laughs> How much did you hear? <laughs> I heard somebody got in some trouble and was grounded. <laughs> that would be that, yeah. That would be Teresa's daughter. <laughs> yeah. So, but other than that, no, nothing bad. Now, no, no blackmail material. And you know, I actually have a question. Sure. And I think Corey might be able to help me. Well, somebody else probably can. I could have sworn that you used to be able to buy a season pass to the water parks, 
but when I went online and I was looking for it, I couldn't find it. Hmm. Is that something that they used to have and was discontinued, or am I just not remembering correctly? I know people who have season passes to the water park, but they're Florida residents. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I, I know if you yeah. buy the most expensive uh, ticket they have, annual pass, it, can t- it includes yeah, there's the a, water park. I know there's a, well, I know there's a Florida resident water park annual pass uh, that's running for uh, $100. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's one, though, for, for, non-residents. for non-residents. I think that's a Florida resident thing. It's because they want you to add that water park fun and more option. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I thought there was, but I think you can only get it at the gate, though. I don't think you can buy it in advance. For non-residents? Yeah. Did you hang up? Oh. We both, lost Lisa. Hello. Both lines. Both lines just dropped out. Oh, no. You're on with it is Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? This is Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You're with the, uh, you're with the team. Oh, hi, everyone. Hello, hi. Hello. Jennifer. Oh, oh my gosh. This is, like, overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, what's your name on the boards? Showin. What is that? On the board. Showin. It's S-C-H-O-E-N. Oh, okay. Showin. Which is a convergence of my husband's last name and my last name, which I have not changed yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think I might do it for Christmas for him, though. Is is that because you haven't decided if you're keeping him or not? No, I don't know why I haven't, but I just haven't. Mostly it's lazy. I I was about to say that. It's procrastination. I have a girlfriend who's been married for like four years, and she still hasn't changed her name. And I'm like, change your name. I waited 15 years. I I have been married for almost four years. Change your name. It's kind of laziness. (laughs) So what can we do for you today? Well, I have a question. I am going to Disney World in January. Well, beginning of February, end of January. Or, yeah, like the 29th of January. And we're thinking about going to Universal Studios for a day. Good choice. I, well, I just don't want to go if it's going to be if it's going to be really crowded, and I don't want to spend a ton of money and, and leave if it's not going to be worth my time. You to said go it, you said you're going in January. At the end of January, beginning of February. Uh, it's not going to be crowded. Should not be crowded. It's not going to be crowded. Actually, um, well, first of all, I mean Universal in general is always less crowded than Disney. The only time I, I would say that there's an exception to that is maybe in the peak of summer. Sure. Um, but outside of that, especially if you're going to go uh, during the week, a Monday through Thursday visit, mm-hmm. um, I'll tell you, you'll have, especially in January, you're going to have the park to yourself. Really? Yeah. So would I be able to do both of the Universal Parks in one day? That's a little ambitious. Yeah, that's an ambitious, that's an ambitious goal. Um, I, I mean, you could hit the highlights of both parks in one day. Okay. Um, but I would honestly, I would give each park a day. Um, okay. Because, especially in January, because you'll be able to really take a more leisurely pace, kind sure. of soak it up, enjoy it, and, you know, go back on, you know, go back on different attractions if you want to re-experience them. I mean, we were just uh, over at Universal a few weeks ago, and we were there on a Thursday. And I'm telling you, you could have shot a cannon through Islands of Adventure and not hit anybody. Really? Yeah, we I mean, walked on. We literally walked right on the Spider Man. There was no way. It was a. They, they posted a five minute wait because that's how long it takes to get to the turnstiles. Yeah, that's how long it there. takes you to get through the queue. There was nobody in line. I've never seen that before. Um, Universal, like you know everybody else in Orlando right now, is experiencing a downturn. 
Um, right. So, you know, that's bad news for the economy here, but it's good news for for people who are coming because you're not going to be dealing with well, I mean, in January anyway, you're not dealing with big crowds, but right. um, but yeah, end of January, beginning of February, you should be fine. You start getting to President's Week in that area, then you're going to start experiencing some uh, an uptick in the crowds. But I think end of January, you're fine. Sure. Yeah, I just don't know because I hate to give up a day at Disney, but if it's going to be worthwhile, then well, especially with that, especially with that uh, that seven day two park pass. I don't know if that's the one you bought. But that gives you that's uh, what is that ninety four ninety nine, and it gives you uh, unlimited admission for seven days, from the date of first use for both parks, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, that's I mean it's a great deal. They have a, they have a two day two park ticket as well. Yeah, that would be a good one. And there's a one day two park uh, that includes round trip transfers from Disney. That's for eighty five ninety nine, which might be an option. Yeah, that's if you, don't, if you don't have a car. I think we'll have a car. I'm not sure. Well, thank you. All right. You're welcome. Well, welcome. thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Good luck to you guys. Nice. Nice. Happy holidays. You too. Happy holidays. Thanks. Bye-bye. You're on with, with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? This is Crazy Disney Man. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you doing, Chris? Good. It's good to hear you guys. It's good to see you guys down there. Chris, do you ever work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I had a couple of points I wanted to bring up, um, and I did have one question. Um, first of all, um, uh, something that you guys talked about in the last show was about the timeshare store, and we actually just used them to buy our DVC at Beach Club in March. Wow. And awesome. uh, Scott Decker was our agent, and he was absolutely wonderful. He made it so easy. It was um, really an amazing uh, experience to go through, and uh, the the bank that they recommended for our financing was wonderful. And they were very professional, and everything was very seamless. It was wonderful. They're a great company, I'll tell you. We've, uh, as I mentioned on the, sh- on, on the last show, we've done business with the Timeshare Store for many, many years, and I don't think I've honestly ever heard one complaint about them. I don't think I've ever heard one bad thing. Um, they're and Tom Yeary, who owns the Timeshare Store, is a good friend and. Uh, is just he's a great guy, great guy, great company, and I don't understand why anybody wouldn't use him because um, you you're definitely saving money. Um, and, and the other thing is, um, this is our our first time staying DVC, and I will never go to Disney any other way. Isn't it great? It, it was absolutely amazing. Where'd you stay? We stayed at Beach Club during mm. the convention. Nice. And, um, we had a one bedroom villa, and I'll tell you, it was the most amazing. Day. It was just comfortable and home, and it was just wonderful. That's that's the uh, that's the the draw of, of Disney Vacation Club. It's a brilliant product. And it I, definitely I agree spoils with you. you. Oh yeah, we're definitely spoiled now. And by buying resale, you get such a better deal than buying directly through Disney. So oh, yeah, we got a really good deal. I think we bought at eighty nine dollars a point. It's incredible. Eighty nine dollars a point. Where I think right now they're going for what one hundred six, one hundred seven. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you buy. Well, the other thing too is they're the same points no matter what. It's not like you're getting used points or worse points. They, they work everywhere, so it's not like you know there's any difference. Just less money. Exactly. Um, the second thing I wanted to mention uh, that you guys often talk about is slowing down in the parks and, take, and taking in the details. And with our daughter, Virginia, um, which you, who you guys... Who was absolutely adorable. Yeah, you met her. She's about 15 months, and oh. we had to slow down for her, and we had to adjust our schedule for her. And 
it was amazing. I was sitting there, you know, just relaxing and just letting her get used to the park and watching these crazy people running around, rushing <laughs> from place to place. Mm-hmm. I could not believe it. And I, I thought, my gosh, you were missing so much. Well, I, I, see, I see that and I remember the days that I used to be like that. And I'm like, God, did I really look like that? Running around these parks, like <laughs> yeah. dragging people behind me. Come on, we got to get over to Space Mountain. That's I hate exactly seeing, what I thought. I hate seeing the parents who are dragging their small children. You know, they're like three, four, five years old. They're like crying because they're hungry or they're tired. And they're like, but no, we have to go and do this. Do everything. And With a little child leash attached. Well, I think also to some degree because the amount of money the parents are spending to be there. They're like, you know, I want to get as much out of this as I can. But people um, should be having a good time for what that, you're paying. Exactly. That's the right. point of paying yeah. the money is to have a good time. And I think people tend to forget that. And, I mean, I know for me, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, was that, you know, the first four or five times I came down to Disney um, when I was living in Jersey, it was all commando. It was like, you know, get up at 6 a.m., you know, had everything planned out. But then after you've done it several times, it's like, you know, why am I doing this to myself? I don't need – I shouldn't have to have a vacation for my vacation. Right. And that's when I I started, you know, just kind of easing up a bit and coming down and just enjoying it. And that and John was not big on the whole commando thing. Um, in those days, John was like, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting into a theme park at seven o'clock in the morning. You're out of your mind. But uh, no, that's good. And especially, I, th- I think, you know, for you being able to see it through the eyes of your daughter um, is a, uh, is a great experience. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And we're uh, going back in May. And that's where my question comes to. Um, we're going to be doing a Grand Gatherings or a Magical Gatherings trip. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to do the Good Morning, or we were looking at doing that Good Morning Breakfast at Tony's in the Magic Kingdom. Right. Um, but I haven't been able to get a lot of information about it. I've called Disney, and they didn't give me very much information. Um, I wanted to know... Um, what characters would be there? I, they said there were possibly going to be characters there, but and they said there would be a meet and greet with Mickey, maybe. Um, but I was wondering if maybe you guys knew. Um, I don't think anybody at the table has actually done that grand gathering, so I don't think we can speak from experience. Um, I also think Disney takes the liberty with these grand gatherings that things can change. Okay. So that's why they don't want to commit to certain characters or certain things happening. I, that's the best I can tell you because I, I really don't have an answer for you who exactly is going to be there. Maybe if you post on the boards and see who's done it in the past. I think I'll do that. Yeah, see if people in the past can tell you what's happened. But I think they reserve the right to change the characters. So you're probably just going to get filler characters. You're going to get squirrels and chipmunks and <laughs> various rats running around. Wonderful. Well, you guys take care. It was so good to see you. And I wanted to say again, thank you so much for the Toy Story Mania party. Oh, thank you for coming. We had a great time. It was very magical. And I know Aaron talked about it in his live trip report. And it was a magical experience. It only is like a one time. It was once in in your life that you'll be able to do that. And it was so fantastic. Well, we're glad you enjoyed it. It was great meeting you. It was great meeting your family. And we're so glad you could join us. Have a good day. Thanks. You too, Nash. Take care. Hello, you're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Yes, you're speaking to Reed from Fraserburn, Scotland. Hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing fine. That's a long way to call in. 
Are you there? Yes, I'm. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I think we have a delay going on. So. I think it's a time delay. We're, we're up in northeast Scotland, so technology is just slowly getting to us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what can we do for you today? Well, what I've, I've, I've got a question for yourself, Pete, and John, and the rest of the crew. We're doing our first trip to Florida and Walt Disney World next year. And we're wondering, it's actually more a universal question, we're wondering, we're staying off-site, and wondering whether staying a couple of nights at the Hard Rock is a good idea to get the front of line access. Oh, yeah. Very good idea. Well, what time, uh, what uh, what month next year are you coming? We're coming at the heat of the sun, hot in July next year. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I have a question. Did he ask if he stays at the Hard Rock, will he get haggis? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I think he's at access. I know you're from the sun, but for us... I'm going to say, three weeks holiday. We can come three in weeks. In three wow. weeks. Wow. See, yeah, rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a- absolutely. Especially uh, uh, in July, uh, the crowds, uh, the lines are going to be long. You should expect uh, to see, uh, especially at Universal, because the parks are smaller and they're not laid out quite as effectively as some of the Disney parks are. You find that yeah. the lines for the more uh, popular attractions are going to run an hour to an hour and a half and two hours in some cases but staying at the hard rock that uh, room key gives you front of the line access and that's unlimited you can go back on as many times as you want they're not uh, they don't limit you to just you know one visit uh, per attraction okay. so that uh, I, I tell you it makes all the difference in the world uh, really when you when you have that so i strongly recommend even if you're only yeah, staying you for one... It, that's both. You can use it the day you check in as well as the day you check out. That's that correct. So correct. even if you only book one night, you get to use that for two days. Uh, because if you... But let's say you you know, only book a room for one night. You could arrive at like 8 o'clock in the morning and check in. Your room's not going to be ready, but they're going to give you your room keys. So you could go over to the parks, you know, use that room key to get on the rides. Your room will be ready usually around 3 p.m. Um, go back to your room, relax. The parks are usually going to be open late uh, that time of uh, that time of the year, and then you check out the next morning, and that room key is still good all day long. So you basically get two days worth of express passes for the price of one 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 room night. Like maybe more first in two days because we've got the, the 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 good deal with dreams and the universal passes now. Use by one day, but use it for the rest of the week. So we'll make good use of those. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I I would strongly recommend it. And the Hard Rock is a is a great hotel. I think it's my favorite. Hotel. We enjoy going over there, and we don't even stay. <laughs> yeah, we love the pool. Yeah, the pool at the Hard the Rock. The pool is awesome. Yeah, by by far the 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 pool at the Hard yeah. Rock is the best one of the three. Well, well, I thought the kids would enjoy that. Did they? Oh, they the, will. the oldest is eleven, and the youngest will be seven. So I thought. They oh would yeah. The Hard Rock. Oh yeah. Too, they have a wonderful a water slide at the pool also. Yeah, the water slide is really cool. But what I thought think is really neat about the uh, um, the pool at the Hard Rock is that they've got that underwater sound system, so okay. you can hear the music when you're underwater swimming. Okay. Um, it's really cool. It's really cool. It's a great pool. It's a great. It's a great hotel. All three of them are really well run. Um, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you've heard me talk about. I'm a big fan of the hotels over there. I think they do it right. Uh, the level of service is great. The amenities in the hotel are great. And, uh, you know, I think especially next year, I mean, keep your eyes peeled because I really think next year you're going to see a lot of specials 
uh, even through the summer. I think you're going to see a lot of specials because there's a lot of predictions that occupancy rates in Orlando are not going to be what they've been in years past. So these hotels are going to be dumping rates in order to get people in the door. So um, I'd stay, I'd be, I'd go ahead and get my room booked now um, and just keep checking on the price to see if it drops and then get yourself the lower price. Okay. Another thing, Peter, I was going to say, for, for those of you who want to come to Disneyland Paris, maybe the Christmas season here, it looks like we're joining the big league now. Paris have taken the unprecedented step of isolation of warning and advising annual pass holders and guests with tickets that are dated not to go on Sunday the 21st of December because they're expecting the parts to reach full capacity, which is... Wow. Which for, so it looks like credit crunch is a bit slower coming <laughs> across here. I'll tell you what, as soon as the exchange rate for the of the, for the dollar <laughs> is a little bit better, I, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be over at Disneyland Paris. I want to go in the worst way, but it just, the, uh, what is I think right now the dollar's worth about 55 cents against the euro. Yeah, um, well, the pound is nearly 1.1 $1. euro, so that, it was 104 compared to 140 in the summer, so even, even as Brits are getting hammered as well. Yeah, well... Not as bad as we are, though. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. But no, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to get a chance to get over there but uh, and see Disneyland Paris. But I got to tell you, I, I really want to see the United Kingdom even more than I want to see. Um, I agree with that statement. Disneyland Paris. Paris yeah. um, I just I want to I want to see the UK in the worst way. Um, that's been a lifelong dream. I just want to be surrounded by people that talk like him. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, well, great. Well, anyway, it was good to talk to you. Thank you so much for calling in. the show as well, so take care. Thank you. Have a happy yeah. holiday. Happy holiday. Okay, thank Bye. you. Bye. You're on with It Is Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hi, Pete. It's Mindy. Hey, hey Mindy. Mindy. Hey, Mindy. <laughs> how, Hi, everyone. How are you? I'm not really all there yet. You're not sick of us yet? <laughs> I really. just got home last night around 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, so I had to get up and call you and say thank you so much for everything. Well, thank you for helping out. Mindy was uh, actually, we, we roped Mindy into working the party on Saturday night that over at Toy Story party. Mania. She was, was checking a, people in. That doesn't in. sound good. She was working the party. <laughs> <laughs> we had the piano. She was there with the black fishnets. <laughs> and the red heels. And the big red heels. Yeah. She was a vamp. She was the party vamp. <laughs> Yeah, that was so much fun. I couldn't believe how many times I rode that thing. I still have carpal tunnel from the oh, yeah. game. Ah, everybody was rubbing their shoulders getting off that That's ride. True. That was fun. Yeah, I'm telling you that that does. I uh, think that really jammed up my shoulder we pretty good. Put, like Ben Gay in the bags or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I'd known, <laughs> if I'd only known. I know. I know. Oh, I just wanted to mention. I found another restaurant that you can eat at the bar. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I know. You don't care about that. Please sort of tell. Thing. Um, but it's um, Portobello. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, they serve the full menu there. Well, I got to tell you, you know, I, I was uh, just over at Portobello Yacht Club last week, took my mom there for her birthday. Mm-hmm. And they had just, uh, the day before, had just released their new menu. They actually uh, redesigned the place. Oh, uh, they yeah. did a bunch yeah. of remodeling. Place mm-hmm. is gorgeous, and I got to tell you that menu was out of this world. Yeah, the meal, the meal was spectacular. They're doing this really cool thing now, where um, it's a build your own and a past. Oh, 
and they have like five different categories of different cheeses, different vegetables, different uh, like you know all sorts of things, and you select what you want from each column, and they bring it out to the table, and you basically have you build your own antipas, and it was really it was delicious, and Ma was thanking me for like three days, like that was such a great meal. Oh, I wish I had done that because you know I just went in there to meet up with a couple of people and you know try out their their wine list and everything and their the bartenders were fantastic. I got to say you're not going to get any better service anywhere else than if you sit at the bar. You get such personalized service there. Yeah, it was so, great. It was great. The service was great. I agree with you. Yeah, and uh, at the wave too, we got right in and sat at the bar. No, no wait at all. Uh, the food was pretty good. I mean, I didn't mind it too much. It wasn't. Fantastic, it was, but it was, you know, we had the flank steak. Tanya and I had the flank steak, and uh, there were a couple of other meals had there. But see, I wasn't over the top impressed with it. But it wasn't too bad. See, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Walter and I just uh, were there last night. We had dinner with uh, a couple of our listeners, um, Yvette and Emil from uh, oh, the Netherlands, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, we uh, with them too. and Gavin Becks from uh-huh. the uh, from the UK, yeah, and. Uh, I'm with you. I thought it was a good meal. It wasn't you know, outrageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem was that I walked out hungry. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, well. you know, I had I had the soup for an appetizer. I had the flank steak for dinner. And I had a dessert. And I wasn't starving. But, you know, by the time I got home, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm ready for a little, Where was little something again? at the wave. Mm-hmm. The wave. I know. It really, it really stinks that you can't. Fill up in a place. Yeah, I would hate yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt full when we left. I had the uh, had the, the fish that had a lot of vegetables, and I had the crab cake, so I, mm. I wasn't feeling very hungry. Yeah, but you don't shovel food into your face the way I do. So, <laughs> oh come on, I, hey, I ate twice as much as you. I have a riddle for you. How come mm-hmm. Mindy, how come Mindy will never be a lawyer? I don't know because she can't pass a bar. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good joke. Isn't that good? <laughs> You just thought of that right now? I did. Oh, that was really good. <laughs> Quite witty. <laughs> I just keep getting lost and finding myself in them. I don't understand. <laughs> it's not your problem. You know who had really good crab cakes? Speaking of crab cakes, Kona. Kona Cafe. Oh, really? really? That was my very last meal uh, before I got on the plane and came home. Was I stopped at Kona and I was able to, to get right in. There's no wait for lunch. And the the lump crab cakes appetizers were really good. Hmm. Uh, the meal itself was only eh. But I had I think um, chicken and peanut sauce, and it was just really really salty. But the crab cakes were oh my gosh, they were so juicy. They were so good. Wow. You got to try those. Those are yeah. good. I don't eat seafood, so I'll leave it up to Walter to try them. I love a good oh, crab okay. cake. So well, what'd you think of the crab cake last night at the wave? It was good. It was very good. I yeah. Liked it. You had it at the wave and it was good? Yes. Okay. It wasn't wow. sad. No. I have to go back no, and was, try that one. It was an ample size crab cake. <laughs> you just have to come back down again, Mindy. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> so now when's your next visit down here? Well, it's not until the cruise. I'm coming two days before the podcast cruise. Great. And That's I'm bringing <laughs> my <No>. husband. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let him out much, but I'm bringing We him get home. to meet Mrs. Mindy. I mean, Mr. Mindy. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Mindy. <laughs> Mr. Ursula Shadow. <laughs> well, great. Yeah, and I want to get rid of this this uh, nice reputation that's coming up on me on the boards. I have to do something about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's just wrong. 
Uh, well, it was great. It was great seeing you uh, uh, this weekend, Mindy. It was wonderful seeing you, and I got to thank you all for everything you did. You put so much time and effort into it. Really showed. Oh, it, it was. It was our pleasure, and we're so glad you could join us. I hope to do it again. All right. Thanks so much for calling in, Mindy. Okay. See y'all later. Bye. 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 Hello, you're on with the Diz Unplugged. Hi, Pete. Sorry, it's Lisa again. Hey, Lisa. Hey. How are you? I don't know what happened. It just all of a sudden. Oh, the both both phone lines just went dead. It was the weirdest thing. I just sent her a private message. <laughs> like, I don't know why you got cut off. Hey, I was thinking, you know, if I want someone to hang up on me, I'll call my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I don't want to take up much time because I know you have a ton of people trying to get through, and I'm hoping some of the U.K. listeners can make it because they were trying. But I just wanted to wish all of you the best holiday ever. And especially Diana. I don't know if she's listening, but I know that this is probably going to be a, a kind of a hard time for her. And um, also, big, 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 big happy wishes for Corey and Julie. What, we've got three weeks now? Um, just to three, three and a half weeks. We'll be 37 weeks on Sunday. All wow. right. Well, you know, we're all anxiously waiting. It must be. Kind so of are we. <laughs> Thousands of people waiting, waiting. So anyway, I will hang up now. But um, we love you guys. And um, just keep doing what you're doing because we really appreciate it. Thank oh. you so much, Lisa, right. for that. But Bye-bye. hold on a second. I think Corey has some yeah, information Lisa, I, for um, you. I actually sent it to you in a private message. I think the water park annual you're talking about uh, can be purchased at the gate. I don't know if that's something that can be purchased in advance. Well, if, if you know, we'll find out next time we go then. Okay. Yeah. Great. All right. Thanks. Well, thanks so Bye-bye. much, Lisa. Take care. Happy holidays. You too. Bye. Bye. Hello. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? If you can hear me, say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Okay, because last time I called, you couldn't hear me. So, <laughs> well, um, anyway. We got it fixed. Um, Sorry about that. It's okay. No problem. It's not your fault. Um, hi, my name's Ashley from Lakewood, Florida. Ashley, any any last name needed? Nope. Um, who any, are you on the boards, yeah. Ashley? Contact info. Yeah. Hi, I'm the one who thought John was psychic and knew my name on chat. So, yeah. What's your, uh, what's your screen name on the boards? Decorated Dust. Oh, okay. oh, we know you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're doing good. Y'all tired from calling people? Or oh no, we're having calls? a good, we're having a good time. We are. We have, awesome. We have chocolate to keep us going. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate <laughs> oh, and coffee. You old life. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. And I just wanted to say, first of all, that your shows have possibly been the thing keeping me sane because here I am on Christmas break and I'm working forty hours a forty hours a week typing up comments from course evaluation so yeah let's just say your shows have been keeping me sane so <laughs> well glad we could help <laughs> oh no problem and i do have a question too um but yeah okay what's your question for us um i'm actually graduating in may from college and um i want to take a graduation trip and when, right now i'm thinking of several different options well my first option is discovery Cove. i'm just wondering if they have any like discounts going on around the month of june the month of may um, do you know if anything's going on or anything's like there's rumblings of things going on? You're a Florida resident, correct? Yes. They do have discounts for Florida residents, but Corey's actually checking right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe there's uh, uh, nothing that I've heard of. Uh, but right now, SeaWorld, uh, the SeaWorld organization is in a state of flux because of the uh, purchase uh, of Anheuser-Busch by InBev, the, uh, the European company. And there's a question right now as to whether or not they're going to uh, retain ownership of the entertainment division that includes the theme parks or whether or not that's going to get sold off. 
So I don't think we're, we're likely to see any announcements along those lines until they kind of decide what they're doing with with the parks. But, Corey, have you found anything? Yeah, they don't, um, they don't release discounts this far in advance. Like right now they have uh, discounts for Florida residents through February 28th. And that's, okay. uh, that's $70 off the... Uh, but they should have a rate. Yeah, for save, the save up to $70 um, on a day visit to Discovery Cove. Oh, not bad. And I also have a question about California. Sure. Um, that's another place I'm thinking about going. Um, like I said, I'm trying to see what will be the cheapest and the most value for my money. Um, do you know if there... What is the... Let, okay, I'm, I'm sounding like a crazy person here. but um, <laughs> You're all right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I get nervous talking to talking in general. Anyway, um, I'm just wondering if there's... What's the best hotel you've seen off Disneyland property that is the best value for the money? Uh, the Candy Cane Inn. Um, candy Canyon? The can, the, no, the Candy Cane Inn, as in like a Christmas oh, tree candy cane. candy. Okay. Um, that... Uh, uh, now, I haven't personally stayed there, but I know that between the Candy Cane Inn and the Howard Johnson's Anaheim, okay. uh, those two are the most popular um, of the people that I've talked to. I know our, uh, our Disneyland rep uh, with Dreams Unlimited, uh, Kelsey Johnson, um, she swear, she won't stay anywhere but the Candy Cane Inn. One of the things about the Candy Cane Inn is that... Um, it's so close to Disney property, Disneyland property that it's actually just outside of the main gate. So you can walk. It's almost like staying on Disneyland property. You can walk right to the front gate. You can get to either of the parks from there. So that'll save you a little bit of money in that you don't have to worry about any kind of transportation. Well, they, yeah. Well, they also have the uh, the art Anaheim right. Rapid Transport um, that you can buy passes for, which I, I don't I don't know the prices of them offhand, oh, but. Bad, I know. Um, you know, Disneyland, though, have you ever been out there before? No, I haven't. Not at all. Yeah, you see, it's it's so different than Disney World in that it's very compact, and it's uh, you can literally walk the entire width and breadth of the property, uh, you know, much very unlike Disney World, where it's, you know, so big and expansive. Uh, Disneyland is very compact, so... Walking to the resorts, walking to the theme parks, downtown Disney—it's all—it's all very close. Okay. So you know, it's. Uh, but if you're looking at off property, I would definitely suggest either the Howard Johnson's Anaheim or uh, the Candy Cane Inn. My sister okay. just got back, and that's where she stayed. And where's that? Uh, the, the Candy, candy Cane Inn. Candy cane. And before she left, a lot of her fellow cast members uh, recommended that to her too, also, and they enjoyed it. So yeah, that, that would be my recommendation. Okay, awesome. And, okay, one more question, I promise. I know you guys have a lot of calls to get to, but um, exactly what do you have to go through to get a room on Disneyland property? Um, well, it's not as difficult uh, recently as it has been in the past. I think what you're alluding to is the fact that uh, um, occupancy at Disneyland has been pretty high for the last few years, and it's been tough to get, uh, to tough to get rooms. It's not as difficult uh, right now, they're 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 feeling uh, the downturn a little bit more than Disney World is. Um, but uh, you know, of course, I'm going to recommend I'm going to recommend Dreams Unlimited. Um, our agents are very very good at getting uh, uh, securing rooms and and finding the right place for you. I also want to uh, give you a little bit of a tip. Disneyland's reservation systems are different than Disney World. They're not married together. So some people can find availability if they call if they ask for a room only versus a package reservation. So sometimes that helps. You know, if you right. depending on which part of Disneyland's reservation system you call. And again, 
you know, you guys know we're, we're Dreams Unlimited Travel, but if you were to ask your Dreams Unlimited Travel agent, I, I, it doesn't matter what I book. If I book a room or a package, then they'll be able to have more flexibility in finding out a room for you. But that's just one of the little quirks, quirky things about Disneyland. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I hope that answers your question. It does. Thank you so much. I, actually, I really want to go to Disneyland because I've been reading the Disney biography. So I'm like getting the big urge to go there and see the original. So. Oh, it's great. Let me tell you, it's a great experience. I highly recommend it for anybody that's, uh, if you enjoy Disney World, uh, it's, a, it's an entirely different experience and, uh, and worth it, worth every penny of getting out to Los Angeles. We always have a great time when we go. I would highly recommend it. That's what I'm trying to tell my mom, but she keeps thinking it's going to be horrible. Oh, <laughs> I keep trying to tell her it's just the same. Well, You're going to love it. You're going to love it. It's great. Okay. It's a great experience. Well, thanks so much for calling, and you have a happy holiday. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you all. Take, Take care. Merry now. Christmas. Congrats, Corey and Julie. <laughs> Take care now. Okay. Bye-bye. Hello. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hello. 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 How are you doing? Hi, uh, this is Michael from Aventura, Florida. Mike Land 6 on the board. How you doing, Mike? Hey, Mike? Very good. It's nice to hear from you guys. Great to hear from you as well. What can we do for you today? Well, I, I wanted to, uh, first of all, thank you for allowing me to, to change my prize. I had won the uh, the, the um, racing experience, and <laughs> I wasn't able to do that. Yeah, actually, we've taken that out of the prize, Matron. <laughs> there are too many people that haven't been able to do that one, so we took that one out. I, yeah, that's a very special experience at, at Disney World. Now you have to ride along with Teresa. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Ten miles an hour. Well, I don't have a question for you guys. I, I had a uh, request for a dining review from uh, Kevin and John. Okay. And if you could uh, review the Walt's American Restaurant at Disneyland Paris. <laughs> sure Kevin there is a conspiracy. There is a conspiracy and I'll just keep repeating it as soon as the dollar is a little bit stronger against the euro. <laughs> it's the first thing I'm going to do. Um, I'm dying to get out there. We, we all are. Um, and uh, it's especially the more I hear about it, the more I want to experience it. But there's the thought of, you know, basically the dollar's worth about 50 cents right now uh, against the euro. And it's just, I don't know. And it's already expensive enough. Uh, uh, speaking with, uh, mentioning them again, Yvette and Emil from the Netherlands, they were telling us that uh, they have annual passes to Disneyland Paris, and they went for a long weekend. And between hotel meals and everything else uh, in U.S. dollars, $1,750 is what they spent. Wow. Yeah. Um, that it's a really expensive, uh, an expensive visit. But, uh, and we got to add airfare to that. Airfare and all that craziness. Yeah. And then trying we to... Went- Trying to speak French. We went last year, and the the most expensive was the dining. That was the absolute most expensive. Really? The hotels. The hotels. We we found a hotel for like 150 a night, um, and the the tickets are not that bad. But the the meals are just ridiculous. Did you eat at this restaurant? You want us to review? Yes, I did, and I wanted to hear what uh, you thought of it. Well, tell us what you thought of it. Um, it was fabulous. The location is. Right above Main Street at, at uh, the Magic Kingdom. So while you're eating and you're lucky enough to get a table next to a window, you can see the parades go by and the people wow. walking in oh, and out. Wow. Um, the the food is very good. Um, the The theme is each room is set to a different a part of the Magic Kingdom. So you can eat in the Discovery Land room or the Fantasy Land room, and each one has pictures and paintings of the um the park 
the food is very good again. It's, it's um, continental food, so you can have a burger. The weird thing is, I think my burger had an egg on it. Ew. <laughs> it must be a uh, European I'll thing. That's a, that's, I've I forget that. what that's called, but it's a very French dish. An mm-hmm. egg burger. No, people, <laughs> really. people are probably saying, I know what it's called, but... So and, they, uh, don't, the they, they don't put spinach in the eggs, do they? <laughs> no, that's Florentine. Um, but the service was excellent um, and uh, much better than... It, it was sort of like... I can, I've never been to Club 33 at Disneyland, but I can o- only picture that that would be their comparable restaurant. Wow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an experience we'd love to have, believe me. Believe me. Hopefully... Hopefully, you know, in the next year or so. I bet, but I've been saying that for how many years now? <laughs> Hopefully, in the next year, we'll get a chance to go out to DLP. But um, well, if we if we uh, if we get out there, we'll absolutely do it. Yes, you must. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for calling in, Mike. Have a great day, everyone. You, you too. too. Bye, Mike. Bye, bye. Hello, you're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hi, Kevin. Hi, John. Well, actually, Kevin. Little Mick actually, from the board. Actually, Kevin's not here. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> this is Little Mick on the board. Hi, everybody. You said actually, Little Mick? Yes. Okay. I'm really surprised I got through. Michelle, are you the one who, who uh, private messages and emails with Kevin? Yes. Hi, Michelle. How you doing? I'm good, John. <laughs> I believe we received something for, from you the other day. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I'm really glad you guys liked it. She sent us um, a very I nice a gift question. basket. Oh, yes. Isn't that sweet? Awesome. I'm getting weird looks here. Like, what did you get that we didn't get? Christmas <laughs> <laughs> present. Go ahead, Michelle. Um, sorry. And I'm at work right now, so I'm trying to, like, hurry. Um, but I do have a question for everybody because I know that you guys travel a lot and you fly a lot. But my question is, what suggestions do you give people who are afraid to fly? I'm terrified of flying. I do it. But I have to, like, take drugs to get on the plane. Zan- yeah, I was just going to say Xanax. <laughs> that was going to be my suggestion. But- I do get Xanax. That's what's funny. <laughs> uh- I'm not afraid to fly. I just it's very uncomfortable for me, so I do. I take a half a Xanax and go to sleep, and that's just just so that you're zoned out. And I feel fresher too when I arrive. I feel like I can face the airport. You know, if you stay awake for a whole flight, you it's because like, you're in a Xanax fog. <laughs> I'm high. I don't care what people do to me. But you know, you you sort of get that. You at least I feel a little bit better if you sleep on the plane. I think, but. I don't have a fear of flying, so I don't know. The only thing else I could think is uh, a calming meditation thing on an iPod. Yeah, listen to that. While yeah, you're I. Off. You know, there was a period where I was I was terrified of flying as well. I, I had um, I had been okay f- flying for a while, and then I had a very bad experience um, during a storm in a plane. That was the first time I realized that the nearest solid object was thirty thousand <laughs> feet below me. Um, and you know what I do is I go through this whole mental checklist and I start saying to myself that you know, okay, you know the pilots don't the pilots don't want this plane to crash any more than I do, and so they're going to be like really on top of everything. And you know I'm, I'm flying an airline that you know I know that the mechanics have just checked this out and I can see them down there doing their thing. And um, these are the things I keep telling myself just to kind of reassure myself. Um, a, that a, night, I dig my nails into Walter's arm. Yes, he has done that several times. There's also something to keep in mind, too. We haven't had a domestic airline incident since September 11th. 
yeah. I believe, are the statistics. So, you know, it's very safe to fly. Yeah, well, th- that also, to me, says that we're due. Oh, no. That's what I was thinking. Oh, no, no. It's time. <laughs> that, that was much better. Thank you. <laughs> don't talk to Pete before you get on the plane. Yeah. Talk around. Corey and Double I, up on the Xanax. we don't have any issues flying. I mean, no. I don't think either one of us are afraid or, you know, I never think, oh, my God, I could crash. Um, my grandma's afraid. She's never been on a plane before. Yeah. And then I have one of my brothers. He hasn't flown since the year 2000, and he refuses. He would rather drive however many hours it is or take a train or whatever. And then we can try to convince Taylor to fly to come see us. She will not fly. She's flown once with us but won't fly by herself or even with other people. It's kind of driving me crazy. Well, there are two other things. There are two other things I tell myself. Uh, number one, and this is an accurate statistic, you are much more likely to have an accident on the way to the airport than you are on a plane. And number two, uh, the only only things you really ever hear about air travel is when something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't right. hear about the thousands and thousands and thousands of flights that take off and land safely with no incident every day. Can we get some good news? Let's report on that every day. Yeah. How many yeah. flights took off and how yeah, many landed exactly. safely? Yeah, exactly. You never hear those statistics. Do you ever you? watch, I don't know if it's MSNBC or CNN, they usually do the travel report, and they do that shot of how many flights are in the air. Mm-hmm. It's scary. The whole United States is covered with the uh, yeah. planes that are in the air, so it just gives you an idea of how many are up at once and nothing happens. So. Exactly, exactly. And it's, you know, it is, you know, statistically speaking, um, it is the safest form of travel. Uh, out there, save maybe cruise cruise ships. Um, but I even oh, think I even on the water. I'd rather fly. Really? Yeah, I can't swim. Well, unless you're unless you're no pirates, unless you're like <laughs> cruising off Somalia, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. That's and Disney exactly. doesn't go there yet. Quiet Somalian cruise is so refreshing. Yeah, right, exactly. And if you're in an accident on a train, more than likely, what whoever whatever it hit is more hurt than anything on the train. You know, the car always loses for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the cow. cow. <laughs> the cow. So we're thinking the same way. <laughs> so well, I, I appreciate it. Well, thanks so much for calling in. We're glad you uh, glad you're able to get through. Get back to work. I, I am. I'm running to it right now. I can hear not one actually be. I'm not answering it, but it's you know, here. I'm not going to stand here and listen to it. Okay. <laughs> right. Thanks so much for calling. Bye, Michelle. Bye. Bye bye now. Bye. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hi, you're speaking to Jockey Beatleson on the board. I know who you are. I, I yeah. shipped something to you today. <laughs> from Scotland. Hey, oh, another another caller from Scotland. Great. Wow. Yeah. So how are you? I'm very well. I'm very nervous, actually. I didn't think I would get through, but... <laughs> so, um, what I was actually going was... Um, you've... Yeah, um, refer to a lot on the board about buying annual passes for Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted to compare um, being nearer to Disneyland Paris. We go to Disneyland Paris a lot. Um, and I wanted to compare um, the benefits that we get with our Disneyland Paris um, annual passes. You might be a little bit jealous. <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Yeah. Um, well, at the moment, an annual pass would cost $258 um, for a year. Um, we have uh, no blackout days on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we get 20% off all our shopping. Oh, wow. see that? 
Yeah, we get 10% off all our counter service and um, sit down. On counter service, really? Yeah. We get free parking. Free parking. Mm -hmm. We we get that. Yeah, we get the free parking. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Um, We get 20% off all tickets for family and friends. Oh, you see, that's the way it ought to be. Yeah, we get 10% off all our Disney hotels. And this is the best. We're jealous. So now that, I'm I'm sorry, that 10% off the Disney hotels, that's not during select periods? That's at any time? No, it's it's 10% all the time. And depending, usually off season, we can get up to 30%. I'm hanging up on you. Wow. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And at the moment, they're doing an offer for you buy an adult um, annual pass and you get your kids under seven free as well. So... Wow. <laughs> well, Disney World need to learn a few things, I think. You're, you're beating us, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's, as I've as I've mentioned on the show, you know, ad nauseum, um, especially over the last few months, uh, you know, the annual passes here uh, routinely uh, every year is a little bit less and a little bit less and a little bit less in terms of the benefits you get with it. And, and I'm really hoping, I'm really, really hoping that as a result of the economic downturn that we're experiencing and the fact that Disney is starting to experience uh, a hit like they haven't had to deal with in, in a number of years, that they're going to start revisiting some of these things and taking a look at uh, those those people who do buy annual passes, who do come here on a regular basis, and make, make the, just sweeten the deal for us a little bit. Yeah. Because even Disneyland, um, the, you know, we get a lot of good deals with the annual pass out in Disneyland. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, and Disneyland just implemented a. Uh, you know, I was talking a few uh, weeks ago about uh, how a lot of theme parks will let you do a, a payment plan to buy your your annual passes. Disneyland just implemented that uh, really? last week, and uh, Before, but that's for Southern California Southern residents. California yeah. residents. But still, it's a right. step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually the only discounts we get for annual passes uh, at Downtown Disney on merchandise. Yeah, ten percent, and only at the World of Disney Store. Yeah. No, you get a few more. Virgin yeah. and well, Virgin. Yeah, we just yeah. need to go for to six days, and not because um, your your five day hopper is um, equivalent to about one hundred and eighty dollars. Okay. So we just need to go for six days to break even. See, that's and then, um, that's so good. Above that, you know, is is great. <laughs> so there's a conspiracy going on right now by our European <laughs> listeners to, to yeah. either email us, send us voicemails, or call in and tell us all about Disneyland Paris, because it's not like we don't want to go there. I know. Well, I am a moderator on the Disneyland Paris board. <laughs> yeah, but you should be able to come because the, the Euro is um, very, well, strong against the pound just now, very strong. Yeah, but it's uh, the dollar's still pretty weak, though, isn't it? Um, against um, the euro, mm-hmm. no. Um, well, we are one forty nine, um, one dollar forty nine to the pound today, um, which is as bad. I mean, we were getting two, two dollars. I think we're like one fifty now. <laughs> so it's good for you guys. Yeah, one U.S. dollar, one U.S. dollar equals about point uh, six nine euros. So right. basically, so, basically, my dollar is worth about seventy cents. Yeah, well, our pound. Um, 90 pence. It's that the euro's really strong against the pound. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. That was weird. Sorry about that. little feedback. No, that's okay. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to say that. And, of course, the free strollers, you know, just, <laughs> just make it for us. So. 
So, so now when, when's, you, when's your next visit out here to Orlando? Well, um, due to the credit crunch and everything. I mean, we normally come out for three weeks in the summer, but mm-hmm. we've had to postpone it a little bit. We're coming out in October. You've sold food and wine to me. So. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes. And, October's, and I'll tell you, October is a much better time to be here yeah. than the summer. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I think mean, we're kind of, um, you know, with the kids in the holidays, we're kind of tied. And before we had the kids, we were without every, you know, opportunity, but... Um, the kids have got two weeks holidays in October, so we're coming out then. So, oh, good for um, you. You'll like the, the Halloween parties. The Halloween party, wine. food and wine festival. I've it's a <laughs> great time to be here. Yeah. Great so, time to be still here. Still got a long time to wait, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to Disneyland Paris before that. I'm sure. It's <laughs> a lot closer. Yeah, it's cheaper. A l- we're, just, we're just back from there, actually. We were in October, and this was the first year that they did Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween parties, so we went out there to see. Oh, they did it out there as well? Yeah. Oh. Not on such a grand scale. Um, it was just fantasy land, but it was open. But that's the first year they've run it. And next year they're um, trialling a pirate and princess party as well. So oh, we'll okay. How it goes. So it's being it's transferred. Totally coming across the water. Yeah, well, then effectively, yeah, they're transferring the pirate and princess party from here to there because they're not, they're not doing it here this year, right? No. Well, yeah. the first uh, part of the year hasn't been announced, so we're assuming it's not going to be at all. No, we know for sure it's not going to be all the first part of the year, but probably in the summer we'll see it come back. Yeah, it was more popular here in the summer. Yeah, so we've just got one night. Uh, we've just got one night of it in February at some point. But we hmm. can't go because kids are in school. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for calling in. I appreciate it. That's great. Thank you very much. It's you great have a, to hear from you. Yes, and have a Merry Christmas. Please. Same to you. Merry Christmas. Julie. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> Take Bye. care now. Bye. Bye. Hello, you're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Oh, my goodness. This is Mandy. Hey, Mandy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Mandy, who are you on the boards? I'm Mandy Mommy 4. I was just about oh, to say wow. that. <laughs> I was you know from her voice. Good for you. Um... Oh my goodness, I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's being taped. It's not live. I'm okay. nervous too, Mandy. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to first call and say, I don't really have a question, but I did want to let y'all know um, how bummed I was that I wasn't able to come over to the tree lighting Sunday and get to meet you all. And I just wanted to tell you, um, even though I wasn't able to see you in person at Epcot, um, how uh, thankful I am, you know, that... Um, that the disc is here and the podcast is uh, available every week for me to listen to. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I have four little ones, and it makes it very hard for me to get out of the house. <laughs> oh, wow. And, um, so you have your hands full. Yeah, I do. And, you know, I, I, I wanted to share with you, um, Pete, in person, but, you know, this is the closest we're going to get. <laughs> um, I... I and I think I showed this to Julie um, at the memorial thing for Bob. But um, the end of last year, I found the disc. I, I was helping my parents plan a trip that they took us on. And right after I found the disc, I suffered um, severe, severe depression. And the only thing that I could do, that the only, the only thing that got me out of bed in the morning was um, listening to the shows. I was listening to all the back shows. And wow. I listened to your show where you kind of discussed your your bout with depression, mm-hmm. and um, you know that 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 really 
really touched me, and uh, I just wanted to thank you for sharing that. Oh, well, you're very welcome, and I appreciate you sharing that with us. So, but it's, it's you know, everything's good, and I'm doing much better, and um, I, I love the show. I love listening to your rants. Um, <laughs> I'm a pass holder. I'm right here in, in Central Florida. Oh, okay, great. And I'm a pass holder, and I agree with you on everything. I kind of was listening to you speak to the last caller. You know about how it does feel like we kind of get we get shafted. Yeah. We get shafted. Really, yeah, there's no way, there's no, no, no other way to put it. Well, I was going to say screwed, but I wasn't sure what I could say. On this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to watch myself screwed, too. shafted. Either way, that's good. But oh, you know, it is, it is frustrating. Um, you know, to have to plan. You know, when you're going to go see the lights at at the Magic Kingdom. You know, because there's a party every night. You know, but yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, I just wanted to let y'all know how thankful I am that y'all are there and how much I love the dining reviews, Kevin, and I love your comedy, Don, and um, Corey and Julie. I love listening to y'all, um, you know, how y'all go back and forth. You're just such a sweet couple, and congratulations. Thank you, Mandy. I'm so excited for y'all. I, I hope everything goes well. hope you're enjoying the end of your pregnancy. Um, and I did, I did want to say one thing. Um, the reason why I wasn't able to make the tree lighting is we had a very, very scary incident happen at Hollywood Studios. I remember reading your story yeah, on the that. boards, and, yeah. Um, I just, you know, everybody who's listening, I don't know if everybody reads the boards, please, please watch your children at Disney. Well, what happened? I didn't read it. I've, um, sorry, one of my kids wants some juice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just ignore them. This, this was this was very risky for me that one in. I was like, they're they're gonna hang up on me because of the background noise. Um, my daughter was my daughter was playing. All three of my kids were playing um, while I took one of my children to the bathroom, and my husband and my sister were watching them. And one of my little ones disappeared. And um, you're in the the tough to be a bug yeah, play yeah, area. Yeah, bug, um, no, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, the honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids playground. And uh, we hate, we hate that playground. And we try not to let our kids go on it. But, you know, it's hard when they know about it. Um, so, anyways, my sister and my husband were watching while I was coming back. And there was a man carrying my three-year-old. <gasps> he had already left the park. Oh, oh my God. You're kidding. So I, um, I was, you know, I ran over. I don't really remember much. I'll be honest with you. Um, adrenaline kicked in, and I was able to get him back or her back from him, and he just kind of disappeared. And um, the the fan that I rushed up to right inside the playground was like, "Oh, well, he found you. He gave her back to you. He gave her." So we went to guest services and dealt with somebody. But um, you know, everything was good, but. That's very scary. It's very scary for you and for her. It could have been really bad. It could have been really bad. And, you know, talking to people, you know, I've shared this with some people, and, you know, you just don't know. It could have been, you know, an honestly concerned I can't believe Disney didn't do more. Well, I'm kind of shocked because he had to walk through several cast members leaving the park. And it's one thing. I've been at Disney when there's been a child, you know, lost. You would never pick up at somebody else's child. No. No. No you good know, reason. I mean, I, what we normally do is we just stand there and we go and grab a cast member and let them know what's going on. Exactly. Right. You stay with the child. So just, I just want everybody to know, you know, it's going to get crowded here in the next couple of weeks. 
please watch your children. I mean, the chances are this is a, a guy wanting to do, you know, something nice. Maybe he was just an idiot and didn't, <laughs> didn't think to take him to a cast member. I don't know why he would take the part, you know, take a child out of the park, but just watch your children. Oh, well, thank goodness it, it, it worked out the way it did. My husband is, um, he's a little neurotic when we take our kids to the park. Always has been. In fact, that's why my sister has a pass and goes with us. Because with four little ones, two two adults is really not enough. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for this to happen to us, you know, parents who are so vigilant, there were parents just kind of sitting around while their kids were halfway across the park. You know, so you just never know who's in the park. So, Very true. Wow. But anyway, thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks for sharing that story. I think it's an important message that all parents need to hear is that, you know, yeah, Disney is a very safe place, generally speaking, but, yeah. you know, you can't, you know, things happen. There things are happen. people out there who can't be trusted. Yeah. I mean, you, you need to, to realize that. Up. And yeah, unfortunately, you know, bad people will congregate where there's kids. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a I mean, reality. And I honestly believe Disney does everything imaginable to try and keep the parks as safe. It's one area I don't really criticize Disney too much on because yeah. I don't have a lot to criticize them on is in terms of security. They do a great job with the security. Now, do, I do, do y'all know anything about, um, you know, if they, how extensive the cameras are, the camera, camera surveillance is in the parks? Oh, very extensive. Cameras, you, you, there's not an inch of the park where they can't see. The other thing, too, is I know that part of the process, part of their security processes, if a child is reported as missing, they will radio to the gates and they will tell, peop- to tell people the gates. We have a report of a missing child. This is the description of the child. So they'll be extra diligent as people are leaving the park. However, you know, these things happen so fast. Yeah. You know, who's to know what's going on? So absolutely, we see it all the time. We're amazed when we see people and their kids are halfway down the street or running around a store and you think to yourself, it's still Disney. But your daughter was screaming her head off, wasn't she? Yeah, she was screaming and reaching back towards the park like this. And and she's she's a tiny, tiny little three-year-old. But she's got this little voice, you know, that, I mean, it's like the voice of a 20-year-old. Really, really make a lot of noise. And, you know, a mother, you know, you know, Teresa, a mother knows this child's voice. Yeah, you're right. And that's what got me. And, you know, I just, I, I honestly believe it was a God thing that I was right there at the right time. But, you know, we were wondering because at um, guest services where we went and reported it, um, I, I really just felt like they needed to know. Yes. You know, just in case. Oh, absolutely. I was told, you know, that, well, you know, there was really nothing they could do. And, you know, my husband said, well, aren't there cameras? You know, but... Um, you know, I don't know how much they did, how much they're going to do. Well, the thing with the cameras, too, is they, they it's not like they can instantaneously bring up an image. Well, right. Yeah, all that stuff is recorded, so it would probably take some work to get it. But thank God it turned out the way yeah, it did. It really did. And, you know, the, the, the cast member, or the, the guest services, um, they, they, were, they were very nice guys, and they really made me feel at ease. But, you know, um, just watch your kids. That's my thing. And, Thank you so much. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Christmas. Things are starting to melt down here. So okay. <laughs> well, thanks so much for calling thanks. in. You have a great Christmas. Thanks. Bye, Mandy. Bye-bye. Take care now. Thanks for waiting. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? This is Yvette speaking. Hey. <laughs> there she is. How are you, Yvette? Our buddy. <laughs> How are you guys doing? 
Oh, doing great. Doing great. Had a great dinner last night. Thanks for joining us. We had such a wonderful time. No thanks at all. It was our pleasure. So what are you, what are you guys up to today? Um, today we go to the Orlando Magic. <laughs> <laughs> the reason for your trip, huh? <laughs> yeah, that, that was the main reason. Yeah, that's right. That's why you came. That's why you flew out here from the Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah we did. We were... We wanted to go to the Orlando Magic for like years, and we saved all that <laughs> and money. saved up and saved up. Money. We saved up. <laughs> 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 no, we didn't. <laughs> it is a nice bonus in our trip, so we like it. <laughs> oh well, that's good. I hope you have a good time tonight. Oh, we will. We will. We take some. Um, Alif is a sponsor, and you really need Alif when you're sitting there <laughs> because you're with all those. Fireworks they've got inside, and and those I don't know those sticks they bounce to each other. Oh, they're yeah, like the noise makers. The noise makers, the noise makers. yeah. And those are annoying. <laughs> yeah, if you if you do along and you go with it, then then it's okay. But if you're sitting there going like, okay, my headache is. Oh, <laughs> I think you really need it. Need that leave. So you're glad to leave as a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad. Um. I've got something, of course. Okay. Um, I wanted to thank you all so much for this last weekend. And um, it was amazing. I loved it. It was nice to meet you all and talk to you and everything. Oh, the pleasure was ours, believe me. Okay, thanks. <laughs> and um, after Toy Story Mania meet, Emil and I were talking to each other like, how can we thank those guys? And... There is no way to thank you enough for that awesome meet. And um, we were going like, okay, we can't ask anybody of everybody to do something um, so we can buy you a present or something. I was going like, if everybody gives me just 20 bucks, I'm going to buy you plane tickets to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, some people do trust me for that. (laughs) <laughs> but the majority won't, and I won't blame them. I wouldn't do the same. I wouldn't do the same for somebody I don't know or met just once and go like, okay, here you've got my money. <laughs> so what Amy and I did um, on Sunday morning, very early after we got the we fed, we went to the gift kit to world meet, and we gave them a donation, and. It's not mandatory. It's not that I go like, you have to do that. But I would like that if somebody wants to thank you also, that they put a donation to give kids the world. Oh, isn't that That's sweet? It's an nice. awesome thank idea. You. That yeah. is great. That's there are really so sweet. many people that want to thank you but don't know how. And it, even if it's like $5 or $1 or, or it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But if they just give that money to give, uh, give kids the world, Bob would love it. That is great. At the meet, so I think that that would be awesome. Oh, Yvette, that is that that is so nice and it's such a great idea. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you so much for thinking of that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. We were walking there and we're going like, okay, what could we do and and how can we do it? And of course, I don't have Oprah money. Other, other <laughs> that, that plane tickets to Paris already. Despite the rumors, Oprah. you don't have it. <laughs> Yvette, I also want to thank you for bringing those light-up sticks to the uh, the tree lighting for Bob. Yeah, that's okay. I think that was very special, yeah. and uh, it sort of helped us remember Bob that night as well. So yeah. Yeah. thank you for doing that, yeah, taking the yeah. extra effort. I was talking to Pete 
the night of the Tolstormania meet, going like, okay, I want to bring candles, but I know. I already thought that Disney wouldn't allow candles. And I understand. Set the park on fire. Uh, <laughs> you can't burn the whole park down. Yeah, really? Yeah, really. <laughs> this was here, and now the park is gone. <laughs> That's not good. So I was going like, okay, what's there that I can bring with something? And with a lot of imagination, those light stick work candles. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Nice. Yeah, that was that was great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Yvette, that's that that's a wonderful idea. It's a and it's a very very nice gesture, and we really really appreciate it. It's okay, of course. It's mm. our pleasure. It, it, yeah, we loved it so much, and we wanted to do something back for you guys, and we knew that Bob was loving give good give kids the world. Oh yeah. So and when we were walking there, it's an awesome place, isn't it? It is. It is so beautiful. And they told us that if somebody wants to go up there and just see the place or they give tours, that's new, they do tours. So they just have to ring them and then they can make arrangements to swing by and get a tour and see the whole place. And all the, they're building new houses and, and it's really, really awesome. Wow. I didn't know that. That's yeah. a good idea. They've got like 110 houses at this moment. Hmm. But they are building new houses. There were new houses already built, and they are connecting houses. So um, I thought it was like up to six or six people and a little child that could stay in the uh, houses right now. And because of the connecting houses, they can also bring larger families in. So okay. that is awesome. the whole family, like of ten people, can wow. come there and just spend the week in the two houses. One of the things we're hearing is that because of the current economy, charities are suffering a lot. Yeah, uh, Toys for Tots really suffered this year and all these things. So anytime people can reach in their wallets and give to charity, yeah, especially even, in a downturn. Yeah, even not only, only money. What? Some people go like, okay, I don't have the money, but, but they, they've got a list on the Internet with things they need. You can send it to them, or if you are here, you can bring it to them. Mm-hmm. They really need like disposable cameras. Because every family gets cameras and they will develop photos for free. And they need those cameras. So if there is something or, or Christmas light, all that kind of stuff, there's a whole list on the internet. Just what they need. And if you've got like, I know Americans do, like thousand cam- uh, Christmas lights in your, in your uh, backyard or something, just bring one or two boxes to them. Yeah. It, it's so simple to do. There's all sorts of things that they need. It's a, yeah. That's a good point. And it is also, because there were a few foreign people, it is not only uh, a charity for America. I know uh, they told us that there are um, Dutch families every year. It, it's uh, from all over the world. From all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not only American charity. So. Well, that's that's great, Yvette. Thank you so I much. My promo. Take <laughs> <laughs> <Like> a job. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. Thanks so much for calling in. Thanks so much for joining us this weekend. It was so great to meet you and Emil. It was a, a yeah. pleasure to meet you and it your was husband. Very, it was exciting because was. I've I've communicated with her so many times through email and private message that when I saw her, Pete thought she was an old friend of mine yeah. from like high school or something because I like I attacked her and hugged her. <laughs> <laughs> she was come like. 
You even didn't notice yet that you were pregnant. You were jumping up. We think the pregnancy is fake anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really sure. So. <laughs> All right, Yvette, thanks so much for calling in. Say hi to Emil for us. I will, and thank you, and see you in 26 more weeks. Okay. All right. <laughs> bye. All right, take bye. it easy now. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for holding. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Pete, uh, gang, it's Aaron. How you doing? Hey, Aaron, hey, how Aaron. are you? <laughs> I'm doing real good. Uh, uh, obviously, a lot of people have probably been calling in and, and talking about the past uh, week or week. Oh, yeah, getting a lot of calls about uh, MouseFest. I'm sure, and, and and just it's so deserving. And, and to be honest with you, I, I think I just heard of that uh, on, on, while I was on hold. Yep, and, that's right. And uh, Yvette and Emil are just great people. And, and I just got to say that, that everybody that uh, we, you know, that I saw or, or we saw over over the weekend was just just so uh, warming, and uh, everybody was just great. I, I saw so many acts of uh, of kindness uh, over the past week and weekend that uh, uh, that that really made the trip uh, just extra special. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was it was really. It far exceeded our expectations, I think, um, in terms of how it all went, went, went to, came together and, and uh, went down. Um, it was uh, it was just it was extraordinary for us to get a chance to meet so many of our of our listeners and our site visitors. It was uh, we don't get that experience too often. Right, right. Yeah, it, it was just uh, you know a good weekend. Uh, I, you know, I can reflect on so many different things, but. Uh uh, you know, basically, it was uh, you know terrific event. Obviously, um, just so many things uh, that that were were fun, and um, you, you know, I, I uh, got to obviously experience the, the Toy Story meet and, and riding uh, the attraction was really. What was your high score? Well, I, I did one time get up to two hundred thirteen thousand. Yeah, you and you and Paul were really uh, competing there. Yeah, we we were going at it, and and he he kicked my butt. I mean, <laughs> he was doing really well. Yeah, yeah he, he was. Uh, there were times when we were really close, and then all of a sudden I looked at our scores, and and he was way past me. I, I don't know how he was doing the things he was doing. He was cheating. I, <laughs> sure was. I at one point I actually saw him throw real rings at the. Uh, at the board. <laughs> brought real darts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, it, it was uh, it was truly fantastic, and, and it was uh, nice meeting a lot of you guys too as well. I, I had had a chance to meet uh, some of you guys before, and um, uh, the one thing I got to say is, is, in fact, I just heard it a little bit. But but Julie, you, you've got just one of the cutest laughs I've ever heard. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that was actually yeah, I, I like the little tail at the end where you just kind of go, oh, <laughs> 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 it's, it's pretty cool. But uh, uh, no, it was it was uh, just like I say, great meeting all of you guys. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention was I, I had a chance to do the uh, the Tusker House uh, in the Animal Kingdom um, last week, and uh, I went to that, and then I I did the the Finding Nemo um, reserve seating, and I just wanted to say that 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 whole experience was pretty good, and and that uh, uh, if anybody wants to do it, it's probably a good idea to do it. I'll, the only thing I'll say is is that. When I went to the Finding Nemo show, it was difficult to find the reserved seating line. Mm. And it was also, um, you know, when we walked into the theater, we were first in the theater. Uh, they actually put you in the bottom right-hand corner um, of the theater. And, and those aren't, to me, the best seats in the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, actually, the best seats in that theater, to me, are back and a little bit off-center. Um, so, you know, if, if you're thinking about reserving or doing the Finding Nemo reserve seating at the Tusker House... I, I would say do it if it's a busy time of year, but if it's not really 
peak time, I, I would almost just do it separate. Aaron, did they give you something to wear or identify you as preferred seating at the show? Uh, they give you, uh, when you go to the Tusker house, they give you a ticket mm-hmm. uh, for the reserved seating. And then when you get in line, they, they take your ticket. And uh, then you just walk into the theater. Uh, so that's basically how they identify you. Gotcha. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. I also wanted to ask you guys, um, I, I sort of like Animal Kingdom. <laughs> I think he was kind of afraid to say that to us. I was going to say he sounds so enthusiastic about it. I, I, I sort of kind of like it. It's not I'm curious, that, you know, what you guys think of Animal Kingdom and where it kind of ranks, in, in, you know, with all the parks. Uh, um, it ranks last for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta agree with that. I, I mean, it's, I do. I, I mean, it's not that I don't like the park per se. I do like the park. Yeah. Um, but I like the other three a bit more, and I think my biggest problem with Animal Kingdom is that it's just—it's a very hot park. Yes. Um, even when it's not that hot out, it's a hot park. I feel like the walkways and things are a lot smaller than the other parks as well. And I so agree. if you're there in the middle of the summer and it's steaming hot, and these yeah. walkways are crowded with lots of people, and some of them smell, um, it's just <laughs> really not a fun experience. You can come hang out with my husband; he'd live there. <laughs> yeah. It's the only place he wants to go. Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, uh, I, and I, I agree with you. I may have had a different perspective if it was July, but, uh, um, you know, just hanging out there, uh, you know, this past trip and, you know, it being as cool as it was, yep. uh, it was much more enjoyable. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess I find the park, you know, it, there, it, there's some neat features to it. Um, and I think they did a really good job with, with theming in, in most Oh, areas. I agree. I agree. I think yeah. the theming is incredible. I think they have some great attractions. Obviously, Everest has been a, a fantastic draw for that park ever since it opened. Um, but like I said, it just, it's a, uh, it just, I, every time I'm there, I'm just like, God, it's hot here. <laughs> I think the nice thing is that this is an example of Disney does something for everybody. Uh, we apparently made fun of the Animal Kingdom a couple of weeks ago, and someone wrote to us and said, Oh, it's my favorite park. So that's great. I mean, if you love it, go there. Yeah. This way, you're not in my way. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I go to Magic Kingdom. <laughs> like I said, I don't. You know, it's. I, it's not that I think Animal Kingdom is a bad park at all. I don't. I think it's a very good park. It just, you know, I happen to prefer the other three better. I think that's probably the best way. I can't say it's my least favorite because that makes it sound like I don't like it. Um, it's just the other three are, are. I enjoy more. I think out of all the four, I think it's the most photogenic park. Right. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is a very photogenic park. It's a great place for photo opportunities. I would rather walk around and just take in the park than to actually try to go from like attraction to attraction trying to ride everything. I find there's I, very few things that interest me there. I really like the walking um, jungle trek. It's uh, it's not the one with Maharaji, the tigers. The one uh, with the gorillas. gorillas. Yeah. That we did for uh, we had not done in a long time until this past summer, and I really really enjoyed that. Oh, it's one of the few places you can see the big silverback. Yeah, I know. those are really cool. Incredible to watch. Yeah. Uh, I also uh, just wanted to say that uh, I was at the uh, Gaylord Palms uh, the other the other morning, and and I just got to tell you that that place uh, is just incredible. Is that spectacular or what? Uh, I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, I, I've never been in anything like that before, and uh, you know, you could spend a, a good solid afternoon into the evening there. And, and oh yeah. I didn't see it lit up at night, but I've got to believe that that atrium, when it's lit up at night, it's got to be one of the best things in Orlando. It's spectacular. It's hard to put words to it. If you haven't been there, it's hard to describe it. People can understand how amazing the atrium is. It is. And how many acres is that atrium? 
It's like seven, eight hundred. What is it like? Four? I think it's four. four. It's like four acres. Four yeah. acres under glass is I mean, that's we their just, lobby. We were walking around and, and we just discovered so many different things mm-hmm. that, that uh, you know, and, and we would stop and, and just look and and it was just unbelievable. I, uh, you know, I know Mindy was with me, uh, Ursula Shadow, and you know, we both were just floored by how how nice it was. And to think they're going to expand that. Yeah, they're expanding that hotel. They're going to yeah. add another wing. That's amazing. Really? Yes. Yep. Just amazing. Now, you, were you guys staying there or you just visited? No, we, we just visited. Uh, you know, we had a, you know, a morning and, you know, we decided that we needed to go see it because we you know, heard so much about it. And but, when you, but when you see that hotel and you realize that right now, I mean, we've got rates in the site starting at $109 a night there. And uh, that, that, that's an absolute, uh, to me, it's a bar. I'm telling you, it really is. Yeah. It uh, really is. Seeing it from above. When you're in one of the rooms that overlooks the atrium, yeah, that's spectacular. Because when Corey's parents stayed there, and we were able to actually go out onto the balcony and just watch, and you could see so many things. Yeah, I like looking down on it. It is. It's a. It's a great hotel, and uh, um, it's one of my favorite places to go eat. That uh, Villa de Flora restaurant where, the, where they have the buffets every day. Mm-hmm. That's just one of my favorite places to eat. Yeah, we, we tried it for breakfast and uh, just just fantastic. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, yeah, they, they had made order omelets and uh, just just fantastic, really good. No uh, shortage of food at that buffet. No, no yeah. shortage of good food yeah. at that buffet. So, well, great. Well, yeah. Aaron, thanks so much for calling in. It was great seeing you this weekend. Thanks it, for coming and joining us. It, it was great, and like I say, one of the toughest things I had to do was, was leave and and uh, you know just seeing everybody and, and talking to everybody. Uh, I'm really looking forward to May even more, and uh, um, I just wanted to say hi to everybody I got to meet, and and, uh, everybody was just fantastic, terrific. We're going to have a great time on the cruise. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. (laughs) Bye, Aaron. Bye, Aaron. Bye-bye. Thanks for holding. You're on with the Diz Unplugged. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Are you talking to me? Yes, I am. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. Taking so long. Uh, This is uh, Joe, uh, Joe G. on the boards. Uh, I'm from Massachusetts. Hey, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, got a few questions, but I think the main one is uh, we're going to be going down in February, and I got a unique uh, situation in that uh, it'll be my daughter's tenth birthday, and on the same day it'll be one of our best friends who's traveling with us to Disney World. It'll be her fifty-third birthday, and uh, I've kind of sent you guys some emails, so I don't know if. It's something you've already touched upon, but uh, I'm trying to come up with the ultimate great birthday dinner for a 10-year-old and a 53-year-old woman. Soft foods. And unfortunately, to, to some degree, they because I, I listen to your show and I pick up a lot of good stuff, you know, they kind of rely on me uh, to be the camp director. And, and fortunately, I've done some really great things, and and I'm trying to, like, you know, do the best, you know, well, you know the f- beat myself again. Can I ask a question before you go on? Is the 53-year-old is it a female or a male? It's a female. Well, you know, the first thing that's coming to my mind in terms of a birthday dinner, if you want something that's a little unusual, special, um, uh, I'm thinking 50s Primetime Cafe. Uh, I think that has a pretty broad appeal among kids and adults. Uh, it's an it's an unusual experience as opposed to a character meal or just a regular dinner. Um, you're getting a lot of cast interaction. Yeah. Um, and you know the food is the food is okay. I'm not going to say the food's great. It's not terrible. 
it's kind of in that mediocre range, but you're definitely going for the the atmosphere and the and the interaction. Yeah. Can I put you guys on the spot a little? Because being a you know, I guess a Disney fanatic, I've already arranged all my reservations for the week. Okay. Uh, and actually, I've already tried to arrange some things because we're arriving on uh, the 14th and we're staying through the 21st. So I'm trying to do some other stuff for Valentine's Day as well. We're going to be staying. Uh, we're going to be eating at uh, Le Cellier, uh in Canada that night, which is my daughter's favorite restaurant. We ate there last Christmas Day last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm. If we're going to be in Epcot. Uh, you know, I'm kind of trying to figure out, you know, things from that perspective. I don't know if that makes it more difficult, Pete. Um, okay, now you're talking about being in Epcot and you're wanting to plan a special birthday dinner in Epcot? Yes. I would... For a 10-year... See, it's tough because there's not... You know, there's no dining in Epcot that I, I would say is is geared toward or more appealing to a ten year old. Yeah, I, um, although my daughter is a real foodie herself, and I mean, she we ate there as I said Christmas Day last year, and she loved it. I mean, the well, I would we're say if she's adventurous. I would, you know, my, you know, what's coming to my mind, you know, I'm thinking Coral Reef, even though you know we haven't given it a good review. Um, I know recent, well, recent reviews that we've been hearing on the boards from people have been positive, and you know it's got that whole aquarium aspect going on. Um, That may be, you know, maybe something with a slightly different uh, tilt. But the rest of the restaurant, I mean, I I would avoid Mexico like the plague. Yeah, I would think uh, switch it to afternoon and do the uh, princess lunch. Uh, one of the things about that is it's it's a little bit more boisterous and it's a little bit more fun, so it has a little bit more of a birthday appeal. It's over at yep. Restaurant Akershus right. in uh, Norway. And I think that given the ages of the two people, they can both relate to the characters that will be there. You know, there's going to yeah. be princesses there that both can relate to. It's not like it's all, you know, uh, classic characters versus all newer characters. So Right. I know I know Mary Poppins sometimes pops in there. My, right. my wife loves that. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, one other thing, and I actually maybe might want to take a knot. Uh, I sent an email regarding, it seems like in the Magic Kingdom there's a mysterious exit. Do you guys know anything about that? A mysterious exit? <laughs> That's usually where they take you when you've been bad. No, 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 no. no. I mean, it, what happened is uh, during Christmas time, it seemed like they would, uh, before, at the at Kind of like the beginning of uh, Main Street as you're leaving, kind of where Tomorrowland uh, goes off. It seemed like they were sending people that way there to ti- leave the park. There are times when if the park is so busy and the crowds are so huge leaving, they'll open up the backstage areas yeah, that's right. and put up uh, barricades so you can't see anything. And it's mm-hmm. like you're walking through this tunnel. It's not terrific. <laughs> it's not anything special. I mean, I know people live for, you know, I got to be backstage. It's happened to me once. It's not anything great. They put up these giant walls. You can't see anything, and you're pretty much just shuffled to the front of the park, and it goes behind the shops on Main Street. Right. Sort of brings you around. Yeah, because I tried to find it afterwards, and it's like, okay, there's nothing here. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. when the parks are unusually busy. You're right. That's where I forgot they do that. They open that up. So hope that answers your questions, Joe. 
Oh yes, it did, and I'm not gonna. I know there's been probably there's a dozen people behind me, so I'm not gonna waste any more of your time. <laughs> well, actually, you're the next. Uh, you're the next to last phone call. We got one more after this, and then oh, okay. we're done. Uh, I will be doing, and I've sent Corey a few emails uh, regarding diving in the, the living sea. <laughs> I will be doing that on my visit, so I hope to send you guys a review. Cool, great. Uh, you know, hopefully it. Uh, comes through the uh, voicemail well enough that you guys want to play it. Okay, awesome. great. Well, thanks very much for calling in, Joe. You have a great holiday. You too. Same to you guys. Thank Bye. you very much. All right. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye now. All right, and for our last call, who do we have on the line? This is Kim from Pittsburgh. Hi, hey. Jen. Hey, hey, Kim. How are you? Hi. Hi, Kevin. Now, I have uh, Kevin's actually not with us. Kevin's uh, taking care of his dad today. Oh, okay. Well, then I can't ask him if it's too soon for me to ask questions about the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> it is not too soon. It is certainly not too soon. Um, okay. Um, my stepmother is coming with me on the cruise, and I'm having some pre and post um, time after the cruise. And if I tell her how much dis- tickets to Disney cost, she'll keel over. <laughs> 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 I have a 10-day park hopper non-expiration that has like six days left on it that I use at that point it will be close to two years from when I used it previously do you think I'll be able to let her use that to go into the parks absolutely okay now the official answer to that question is no tickets are not transferable exactly but (laughs) but no I mean yeah exactly just absolutely she can use it okay um I thought you were going to ask something else, and I was sort of uh, hesitant. But, yeah, I mean, there's no reason for her to use it. Um, you guys obviously can't split it and both no. use it during the same time. But, yeah, yeah I have my annual pass from Mount Fest. Yeah. Oh. So, Tic- um, yeah, tickets I'm, never I'm expire. Fine. Yeah. So I just I just thought I'll let her use a couple of days if, if she wanted to do that. But I'm like, because if I tell her that two days in the park is going to be $150 <laughs> <laughs> without park hopping... And I'm definitely a park hopper. Um, so I just thought I would see if that would be. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for the Toy Story Mania. It was amazing. Oh, uh, we're so glad you could join us. It was and it was just so fun. Now, I now have faces that I can put to all the names, that I'm, all the voices <laughs> that I'm listening to. It's like I was just sitting here listening to, the pod, to um, this week's podcast, and actually last week as well. And I'm like, oh, that's Pete, and I can see Pete in my head. <laughs> <laughs> we no longer made up characters in her head. That's right. No, yeah, no longer. What does Pete look like? Or what does John look like? I knew what Corey and Julie looked like from their photos, but it, and even Will. But it was like, hmm, Pete and John and Kevin. It was a very fun time, and I'm so glad I came to Mouth Fest this year. And we're so glad you joined us. It was great meeting you, and... Uh, it was it was just a real pleasure getting to meet everybody and, and being able to have that have that experience with all of you. It was very special for us as well. And breakfast with Kevin with Kevin was fun. That's, that's all I'll say. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> they did Cinderella's royal table breakfast thing. Oh, fun! So they had a good time. Great, great. Thank well, you. Thanks so much for calling in, Kim. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye bye. Bye. All right, that was our last call. We uh, want to thank everybody who called in. Sorry for those of you who did not. Get a chance to get through. It was um, really cool to have international listeners. Call yeah, in. I'm re- I'm, a few, yes. it was nice doing it this time of the day, so they had the opportunity. To yeah, do it. Right. I think yeah. I think this is probably a good time of day for us to do these, so that it does give our international uh, listeners a chance to call in. And uh, this was a lot of fun. We hope you 
Guys, enjoyed the show. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, everybody.